I have a problem with David Hetty. You can open a set by being like really distraught and uncomfortable and slow and saying, I want to know what I Hi, hello. Uh, welcome to I Have a Problem with David Hetty. This, I am David Hetty. And uh, um, on today's episode, there is, or I have my friend Chris Durning on. Um, Chris is a, a lovely guy. He's he's a, a musician. He's a wonderful musician, uh, singer, songwriter, song player, even. And he's kind of this incredible esthete is that is that the right word where he just has such a fine appreciation for so much like he he roasts he roasts coffee professionally and he has this really sort of expert palate and he's well read and he's a nice guy and he's super he's super funny um which was always a little disconcerting for uh the, the comic friends of mine who would hang out with him because well this is whole comics musicians dynamic but anyway so chris and i've known each other for maybe um, I don't know, since I've been living in Montreal, maybe like eight years or something since, since I first moved here. And he was like the, the musician friend amongst the comics. And also just, okay, some business stuff. Um, this podcast is part of, ooh, is part of No More Radio. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts at nomoradio.com. Support for No More Radio comes from the Montreal Improv. You can find out more about them at montrealimprov.com. Um... And I'll have some Chris in a band, thebodyelectric.com. Uh, there's there's a, a, a solo. Ugh, boy, oh boy. I'm in, and okay, look, he has his own work. He has thebodyelectric.com work. I think he has a debut EP coming out in Toronto on July 4th. You know what? Go check out thebodyelectric.com, okay? Chris has a solo album called A 45 to Pay the Rent coming out this summer. Um, and in July 4th at 3030 Dundas West in Toronto, there'll be a show there. Anyway, good stuff. Good stuff. It is. It is. He, he, he played at my, uh, my album launch, um, in Montreal. Oh yeah. That's something you should be aware of as well, that I have a comedy album out. I, I don't know. It's, maybe everyone knows this. Um, it's available at davidheady.com and it's really good. Getting really nice, like press and reviews and things like this. But you know what? More people need to buy this. It's 10 bucks. They get some beautiful video. An audio, it's like an album and a, a DVD, basically. And just like, you know, tell people that you like this comedy and that they should get this because then I will be able to make more of it. Otherwise, it's going to sit there and, 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 and I'm going to be invited to more dinners that I, that I wish I can't afford, which I'll discuss at the end of the episode. Anyway, that's about it. Also, Morgan O'Shea, another comic, he and I are going on tour to the East Coast. It's called the Hard and Slow Tour. Uh, from, like, June 23rd or so to July 13th, we're doing about 16 shows all over. New Brunswick, PEI, Nova Scotia. Newfoundland should be a crazy time. Anyway, so, uh, again, all the info's at my, my website, com, And tell your East Coast friends to come out. It should be a fun time. And otherwise, uh, what's this episode about? This episode is about um, Chris. Uh, 
I'm not going to go into it. He'll discuss it. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no setup. I think it's a nice conversation, though. All right, uh, enjoy. Thanks. All right, so there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. All right. I, f- I feel like uh, you should welcome me because yeah, welcome, welcome to my humble abode. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's May. And it's uh, it's quite warm in here. We have all the windows closed so that we don't get any sound from the street. So hopefully it won't get too warm by the time we're done here. Okay. You're drinking hot coffee? Yeah. You, uh, probably the, the nicest cup of coffee in the city at this moment. <laughs> right? Thank you. It's very, it's very possible. Objectively so. Ob- objectively, like, that is the best cup of coffee in the city at this moment? Yeah. That exists yeah. until you finish it? Yeah. Possibly. Really? It is, it is, it's possible. I doubt it though. There are some great cafes in the city that are probably making a better cup of coffee than that. Really. All right. It's the third. It's, yeah. it's one of, it's, 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 it's up there. I would say it's probably in the top 10. What? In the city. You're too modest. Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, anyway, so Chris Durning, uh, I don't know. I'll have I'll already given an introduction most yeah. likely. Yeah, with for sure. Worse. Of worse sound quality, right. sadly, because okay. we can't all have professional recording equipment <laughs> in our beautiful apartments. Right. When, yeah. Anyway, okay. So, blush. what? You're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well. Uh, yeah, I'm super. You know, curious to hear what sure. you have to say. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I I'm I'm actually quite a quite a big fan of this uh, of this series, this podcast. Um. I think. Just before we get started, like I do have to say, congratulations on this podcast because it is very, very successful in the sense that it's, 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 it is the perfect, uh, it's the perfect podcast experience to have with you, like with your character. Thanks. Um, I. It's interesting because there, there's a few people that have had actual problems with you, and. I, I know a lot of them, right. and and uh, I know that you can be this kind of uh, uh, just uh, maybe maybe a bit. We can all be difficult, but <laughs> but but I I think uh, I think I think what it is is that you you can be difficult in a in a, in a different way than normal. Than the average person. Sorry, I don't mean to say normal. No, okay. Uh, and, and take take it as a comment. It's what I mean. It's it's, uh, it's it's definitely something that uh, that draws people to to you for sure. And so for me, all of my experiences with you, where you know I think like I have a problem with David Hetty, isn't that there's a problem between us. Mm-hmm. But if I was just observing you, I would have a I would have a problem with you. You know, even it, it's it, it's not a conflict between us. Okay. But it's something where uh, uh, I don't uh, I just don't agree with the way you see the world uh, much of the time. Uh huh. Which is kind of wonderful. I'm I'm, okay. I'm a pretty laid back person, so that doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. But it's it's definitely this kind of uh, interest. I. I if I have to be honest, I spend I've spent a bit of time thinking: is is David Hetty 
just slightly sociopathic. What? Just slightly. Not 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 like you know he's gonna. Really? Not not like you know he's gonna. That's you exciting. know, clean out the unfinished basement and and you know start keeping people down there. But okay. but just um, you you have a way of looking at the world. The the, the podcast where you talked about bringing those. Those guys, you were, uh, you were, where were you? You were somewhere, uh, you were on vacation somewhere mm-hmm. and you brought some guys back to your hotel because they like wanted money from you or something like oh, that. Right. And you, you went through this entire convoluted process. And the minute you started des- describing your interactions with them, I went, oh, this is a problem. This is, I would not do this. This is insane. And you went through several layers of, of just like, it's getting worse and worse, and I'm getting more and more anxious just listening to this story. And in the end, <clears throat> right. these like strangers who are Dude. being pretty aggressive with you end up in your hospital, in your in your in, in my hotel, hotel room, room in Morocco. In Morocco, yeah. And that's when you said that, and, oh, yeah. and this is where I got worried. And that's that's you. You you you. I think you just. Uh, I think anyone else would have been worried much earlier. And I think you well, just, you have different triggers and you okay. have different, different way. I think you just have different ways of engaging with the world, which, yeah, well, can I ask, entirely entitled to. Can I ask you what you mean when you say sociopathic? Um, and okay, I, I will, I will define that. Uh, what I mean is that, uh, I don't think that you have trouble making emotional connections with people. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're sociopathic in that sense. And I don't think you're a part of this, like apart from like, like one word apart from society. I don't okay. think you're, you're uh, completely outside of society. What I do think is there's several ways we, uh, many people as a society uh, would uh gauge certain situations or make certain decisions. Okay. And I would say the majority of a society makes decisions that way and you don't. Is it a, is it a lack of understanding or or is it not caring? And that's it. And that's that's what I that's what I want to get at. Okay. Talking to you here because after years of knowing you, yeah. what I've decided is it's that you don't care. Okay. And you do whatever you want and in, in, in a like in a su- like superbly wonderful way uh in some ways people might perceive it as insanely uh neurotic uh but i've i've begun to see it as uh incredibly like freewheeling and very very uh uh just like a, a combination of not thinking like many people and also not caring what many people think. Like, isn't that freeing? Isn't that? Isn't yeah, that, isn't yeah, it is, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, in after years of knowing you, and like I said, I've, I've never had a conflict with you. Um, uh, I generally don't have conflicts with with many people, mm-hmm. but I've certainly I've seen people have conflicts with you, and I've seen certain things where I go. That's a little strange. I don't. I don't quite understand how he came to that conclusion. Uh, which we might as well start talking about the yeah. problem. At this yeah, yeah, point. sure. Uh, <clears throat> do you remember when you went to Paris? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's that to me is that that was 
simultaneously, that was like when my understanding of you came to a head. <laughs> and it took a couple weeks for me to process what the fuck happened. Mm-hmm. Because you had gone to Paris. I The details are very blurry to me. Mm-hmm. But the logic, and, and, and this is what always remains, is how you justify your opinions is spectacular. Okay, I don't know if it's because you studied law uh-huh. or just because you're, you're, a, you're just a different thinker. You're not a, you know, a linear thinker, uh, but your logic doesn't make uh, it makes sense to me, but I would never come. So what happened? So it, can, I mean, can I tell the can yeah. I tell the background as to what I was doing there? Yeah, yeah without spoil. Sure. Okay, for so sure. basically, I signed up for a summer course for some credits at, during law school, mm-hmm. which the course was in Lyon or something. It was, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to France anyway. Yeah, I might as well go to Paris two weeks early and spend two weeks like you know bumming around or whatever, right. eating pastries. Right. And then I arrived. Mm-hmm. And upon landing, I was miserable. Right. And I, uh, I mean, eventually, mm-hmm. I flew back to Montreal, to Montreal the morning of the first lecture. Right. So I missed the class. You missed the class? Yeah. And how, how long were you gone for? Two weeks, I think. Two weeks. Yeah, 10 days, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And, and you, missed, you missed the course. And, and how long were you supposed to be there for? Four weeks total. And what happened, in fact, I don't think it's a long, it's a long, weird, long story. Like the thing mm-hmm. is, in fact, I sublet a place because I, I didn't want to move around. I'd moved around a long time. I was like, I want to sit there and just, you know, don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And I got so antsy that I ended up re-letting the place that I was letting. Right. So I would wait in the train station mm-hmm. for trains to come. And I'd say, does anyone want a flat for like five days or whatever? Right. And then I went and I stayed at a friend's place and, uh, right. Now, I, I remember this very vividly, as I do with almost every single conflict you have. I, I, I can't recall the details of the conflict, okay. but I can always recall your, your logic behind your uh, stance. So what was this? When you came back, mm-hmm. I remember we were all surprised to see you, and we asked you why you'd come back. And your exact words were that you, exactly that, that you weren't having a great time in Paris. Mm -hmm. And you said, I would rather be not having a great time in Montreal than with my friends, where my friends are, than not having a great time in Paris. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And for someone who's never been to Paris, who's never left North America, yeah, that was that was the closest I'd come to like having a conflict with you because I really wanted to rip into you for be for for just the the insanity that there was. You were sitting there in Paris and you were just kind of stewing, and you thought, "Well, I'm not having a great time in Paris." And I remember you telling me that one of the problems was your apartment was too nice. And and so you just ended up spending a lot of time in your apartment because it was comfortable. Yeah. And you weren't going out. Maybe I, was, maybe I was unhappy as well. You were unhappy, for sure. That's why you yeah. sit at home as well. For sure. And so, in your mind, there was, there was no way you could have possibly made it mm-hmm. fun to mm-hmm. be in Paris. There was nothing in Paris. Nothing in Paris. Right. That could that could could engage you or make you want to stay, mm-hmm. 
And so you you actually went out of your way to like get an early plane ticket back mm-hmm. and and rearrange your your travel plans just because uh, you were just you you were going through like a certain kind of ennui in Paris and you would just <laughs> rather be going through that ennui at home. It wasn't that exact. It wasn't that exact. There were other. I mean, other things you didn't know. But okay, I mean, okay. not not to say that it would necessarily change the story, right? For, okay. for you. Um, I mean, I, I I I can I can I can totally understand uh, if you're you know you get to a place and you're in a bad mood or you're you're down or 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 you know not enjoying it for those reasons. I I just uh, at, and this is it. Like at first. There, there is part of me, like I said, that I, you know, I, I haven't traveled. I haven't had the, the opportunity to travel all that much. I've been all over North America, but I haven't really, you know, I haven't been outside North America. And so there was part of me that was almost m- mad at you for not taking that opportunity, for really? not using it better. But how are you to judge? And that's it. And just hold on a second. Right. And then in the in the end, I really think there's something. I mean. Everyone listening, that come on, there is something truly beautiful about that logic. Okay. There is something really like fundamentally beautiful about I was having you know, a, a four out of ten time in Paris and I'd rather be having a four out of ten time at home where it was yeah. comfortable. And I understand there's probably there's probably more to it. Can I tell you what? I hope it doesn't ruin this what what your sense of what happened. I have I have some other little things okay. we can talk about that are good examples. It felt it felt I don't know the whole notion okay, the whole notion of like going overseas and getting course credit and like coming back this much you know better off didn't appeal to me. It felt like totally bourgeois and like I didn't like that whole sense of it. And I was like, oh, is this is the right thing to be doing. And mm-hmm. so I remember phoning you know home and my sister was like, oh, like go get a go get a croissant, like walk the streets. And I was like, yeah. no, that's gonna make me feel even more how I don't want to feel. And as well, really, yeah, totally. I mean, I did that a lot anyway. That's what I did. That's what I do here. I mean, right. it's no different so, than what so I do here. Why, so why wouldn't you do it in Paris? I don't know. Something was. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't feel right. And there it is. And that that is why David Hetty is such a spectacular mind because no. it just didn't feel right, and so you didn't do it. And that is that is that is you. But that's okay. You don't no? do, it's great. Okay. You don't do anything you don't want to do. Well, you don't. I, I don't uh, think I, I don't think not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. You you really don't uh, you don't engage in, in anything you don't want to do. <laughs> it's it's very refreshing. Oh, yeah. Um, I think uh, it can be it can be frustrating uh, just because you you might not play by. You know, certain kind of like uh, unspoken uh, social rules but I or think, whatever. Yeah, but it's great. But I, I'm not coming down hard right. on you for that. I think I fr- what I'm saying is, uh, this is this isn't necessarily this is I had a problem with David. All right, okay, right? Like yeah. this is this is I I was confused uh, as to how David Hetty works. But I think that a lot of I don't know. Shouldn't life largely be about getting being at a place where you can more and more do what you want to do? For sure. However, yeah, you are in Paris, and you just said. You, but also, you, said, you know what I want? You know what I want to do? What? The night before I left, I did a show, and I met a I met a I met a girl. Okay, that that completely changed right. the story. Let me tell you though. Okay, 
but this is what happened. So is this? I, I thought it was like some sort of like insane, uh, no, insane I, logic, and it, it's some sort of grand romantic gesture. Is I mean, it? part of it. Like That's while wonderful. while I was over there, I got I got because I want to hear because I because you had an impression, so I didn't want to undercut it immediately. Okay, I want to wait till no, I'm joking. No, no, but even at the time, you never mentioned that. Well, because I don't know, it's this private thing, you know. I mean, okay, not that anymore. Fine. But like, that's I met fine. this girl, and then yeah. in fact, the next morning. Mm-hmm. Before my flight, Jason was driving to the airport, mm-hmm. stopped off to get some bagels, right. and again saw this, saw this girl at the bagel right. place or a different, eh, whatever. And then I left, and then I got in touch with her Okay. while over there, right. and so we set up a date, I think, the day I returned, the night or the next night, and we ended up being together for, for a while. See? That's okay. See, that, that story makes much more sense to me now. Okay. Uh... But but at the time, sorry, at the time I didn't still, realize I didn't realize that's why but I didn't realize that's how I, oh, why really? I was going back. Okay. Like I was a, there was a friend there in Paris. Right. He's like he's like wait a second, there's this thing there in, in Montreal waiting for you. And I was like yeah. He's like well then this makes sense. You don't you don't have to have a crisis about leaving going home early. That's a legitimate reason to leave. It is it is it is for sure. That being said, mm-hmm. you came home two weeks early. You could have spent two more weeks in Paris. Yeah yeah in Paris. Yeah I'm sure there was something. But so so what? So you didn't want to be that guy that goes and goes abroad and gets course credits? Then don't don't go to class. Bum around Paris. I went to go. We came, we came home and we went to get we went to Dairy Queen. We go to Frosty mm-hmm. in the evening, and that okay. was like a nice. That was the nicest yeah, thing. That's on a on a warm Montreal summer's evening. Come on. Come on, I, I try to I try to bring up the story. It's supposed <laughs> to be entertaining to people, and then you like that's that's beautiful. Okay, but isn't this maybe this is interesting because I feel that perhaps a lot of the problems people may have are only apparently problems. Like if, you know, I mean, no, maybe no, some no. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no, that's, okay, okay. Absolutely are not. All right, and it's funny because you said you 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 don't like listening to the podcast sometimes because it makes you so uncomfortable. You don't want to have these arguments. You don't want to be privy to them. You don't want to have to hear the. Um, I don't actually. I I I kind of just. I really enjoy them. I mean, I really enjoy them. Because here's the thing: we've had some, we've had some great debates. Uh, I, I think a lot of people maybe don't know how to take the way you represent your opinions, and it might be because uh, it might be because you do trained to, no. to do it so efficiently or I, I, I don't know but some people I think just misconstrue your intentions yeah but, but I think less and less so as you as I think less and less so I think that yeah. you get to carve out this niche for yourself or this identity for yourself right. like now With, when people you know now if you have this you know reputation or you know even you make a life doing stand up so people right. give you this leeway they're like I can I can I'm allowed to say more outrageous things upon first meeting someone than anyone else basically because of what I do right and that's an amazing thing it is uh, absolutely it is and you're I mean you're doing amazing right now Traveling all around. No, no, you are. Okay, you're, right. you're doing really, really well right now. And a lot of it is, I mean, 
that, that's that's kind of where I came to this this realization that David Hetty just does what he wants to do. No, this, no, you no, do. No, I do a lot of things that I that I that I, oh, I, 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 not, I I don't do a lot of things like that. Anyway, neighbor, everyone is limited. Yeah, yeah, but, for but, sure. Yeah, and, but but I, I oh for sure, I'm not saying that you're you know you you do everything you. It want doesn't to work do. all the time, I'm but not, I try no, it. I'm not saying you do everything you want to do. Right, I'm right. saying you go out of your way and you try as much as possible to not do anything you don't want to do. Right. Not yeah. that you do everything you want. That's to fair. Do. That's fair. That's fair. And a great example that this is the closest to an actual problem I've had with uh-huh. you since since you ruined uh, <laughs> the, my other problem with this like beautiful uh, love story. Um, Nuit Blanche. Yeah. Can we talk about drugs? On yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Okay. So um, it was Nuit Blanche one year, and uh, Safi, our friend Asaf uh-huh. uh, Gerchak, uh, he. Uh, he loves Nuit Blanche and he would get excited for it every year and I was really uh, I enjoyed it but I kind of enjoyed experiencing it with him more than I actually enjoyed experiencing it because he would go so (laughs) out of his way to plan the entire night and he he would look at every single gallery and plan the entire thing and every year was a big event and it meant a lot to him and so uh, we would always just We'd buy a bunch of hash, uh-huh. and we'd, we'd just roll enough hash joints for an entire night, and we'd end up like falling asleep uh, in the planetarium at four in the morning, and, and it was great. Okay. And I remember one year, you, we, we invited everyone, like, hey, come on over to our house, we're going to uh, eat some food and smoke some hash, and then we're going uh, to go out to Nuit Blanche. All right. Right. Okay. And you responded by saying, <laughs> I don't actually feel like hanging out. Not in that... The, this is important, because you didn't say, I don't feel like going to Nuit Blanche. Uh-huh. You said, I don't really feel like hanging out with anyone tonight. Right. But I really One. like hash. Yeah, right. Okay. Which you do. I know you... Oh, yeah. I, really I thought this was going to... I'm like, I can see how I can see what I'm going to say at this point. I hate, I hate Nuit Blanche. Right. And I love hash. Okay, so. yeah. So there, you, so there you go. And this is this is, this is is it. And this is why that isn't a problem for me. Because at first... Well, Sappy was livid. That I, that I asked if I could oh, have yeah. this and then go back home? Yeah, yeah. And that is exactly what he asked for, by the way. Anyone <laughs> listening is to come... And he really specified... I just want to come and smoke hash and leave. I don't even want to hang out with you at your home, and then we'll go our separate ways. Right. It was, I don't feel like hanging out, but I would love to smoke your hash. Right. So, Safi was livid. Safi was really, really livid. He thought this was completely unacceptable. And to be fair, yeah. most that's the way most people would react. That is... That's a pretty socially yeah. unacceptable. No, I don't think oh, so. No, it is not with your friends. It's not like, it's not like I don't like you. You're not strangers. We hang out constantly, and so it's like it's constantly. And so one night, I just don't feel like hanging out. So you're not. So you're going to retract this offer? Like, look, I can see like I can see like taking. It's not the taking the thing. It's not the monetary aspect of it that bo- that's, that's bothering me. That's not the concern. It's more like, like I don't know. It, I, I see you just give your friends leeway. You're like, yeah, it's cool. You do, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not mad at you. Mm-hmm. I would actually be fine with that. I think it's extremely weird. I think it is a very. Uh, I would never. I would never have the balls. Really? I would never have the balls to do it. And it's not saying that. I I, I can't. 
stress enough, I'm not saying that you were wrong necessarily. I mm -hmm. think a lot of people who maybe don't uh, consider what is what we what, what we have deemed socially acceptable and socially unacceptable. I think if you really think about it, uh, some of those things are silly, and some of those things are uh, you know uh, just. Uh, you know, uh, some sort of like silly politeness. But, yeah, but that's or? the thing. Like, I had this. I mean, you know, I mean, I have a joke about why. You know, like, it's like how it's okay. Like, anyway, but but, but but like, it's okay to sleep with your mother if you're if there's no if you're not having another if you're not making kids next generation because that's where like the incest right. that's the root of the incest taboo. Right. right. And so it's one of these things where you're like, eh, like if we understand what's going on here, it should be okay to take this different tack. And that's how I feel about this instance where I'm like, you're my friends, and you Can want me to be happy. Presumably, and I don't think this is going to be such a harmful thing. No, it, and it isn't, and it wasn't, and I would have been okay with it. Mm -hmm. I think it's very weird. Mm -hmm. I think it uh, isn't unacceptable uh, at all. Uh, I think it's uh, very, very uh, reflective of how you exist in the world and how you interact with your friends. But I would come over and hang out if you had no hash, right? I mean, come on, that's not the issue. No, 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 for sure. Except that that night, you and, and that's the key. And I think there's just, there's, there's certain... If I were you, if I was in your, in your shoes, mm -hmm. and I really didn't feel like hanging out with anyone, mm -hmm. but I did feel like smoking someone's hash... Mm -hmm. Which we all we all feel that. Let's all admit that. Yeah, okay. We all feel like. Um, I would consider that, in a really mild sense, not in a harmful sense, selfish. It's thinking of the self. It's getting what you want. What if I'd offered to? Could I come over and buy some? That's different. Okay. Uh, that's different because what would have happened then is we would have said. Uh, no, you don't have to buy some. I guess if you want some hash, just come over. Right. Which is, that is the absurdity of social constructs. Like right. that, 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 is, that would have been. Right, you're playing the game. You're playing the game, right? And I would have, in my mind, off, like if I were you, I would have offered to buy some. Or, or it, I found but, some way to maybe make it clear that I do want some hash, but I don't want, without but, saying. But then. I'm not going to. But participate in this social activity right. where the prize is hash. But then asking you, know? you but then asking you if I can buy some with the expectation that you're gonna be like, no, just take some, isn't that more disingenuous and isn't that isn't that oh, isn't that a worse way of going about that? Absol absolutely it is. It it really it, it 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 can be, unless you really mean it, unless you were prepared to buy some hash. But that's but that's the sort of thing where like And ninety percent of ninety percent of your intention is to come over and just buy some hash right. and, and leave. And ten percent of you is hoping, well, they're my friends. I, I I would really hope maybe they they would you know. But it's kind of like one of these things. I, to, well, to me, it's similar like when I invite someone to a show or something like this. Yes. And I'm like, look, like here's what's going on. It's like, don't feel obliged to come. There's no ex there's no obligation. Right. And I feel like it's similar somehow. It's like it is similar. Like I want you, I want you to come, but I'm not going to be hurt if you don't because I understand yeah, these things. You, you and, don't, en and that's it. You just you don't engage in these sort of like social expectations and these kind of etiquette games. But isn't that fun? It's fun, yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I'm, I am, um, maybe it's like I said. This is more of I had a problem with David Hetty, uh -huh. and I I've heard a lot of people get into an argument with you. And you come out sounding 
insane and neurotic mm-hmm. uh, on on these podcasts uh, for the most part. But I think there's there's a there's a side of getting to hang out with David Hetty that comes through in this podcast, and there's a side that doesn't come through. Okay, and that's the that's the the positive, and that's maybe what I'm trying to talk about here so is the positive doesn't come through. Maybe no, no, I don't okay, think so. Okay, not necessarily. Well, I guess why would it? Yeah, I mean, I the way I always the way I always uh, <laughs> the way I always put it is. Uh, and and th- take this. This is this is my uh, kind of cheeky cheeky way of describing your podcast. It's like hanging out with David Hetty, and it's like having a conversation with David Hetty without having to have a conversation with David Hetty. You're letting mm. someone else do it for you. That's interesting. That 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 is what I get out of. Out oh, of, interesting. Uh, and and I feel like I get to have a conflict with you when I listen to that podcast because I'm always on the side of the other person. Really? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Because uh-huh. they they're they're. It, uh, from my uh, you know subjective uh, standpoint, they're right okay. in, in almost every one of the podcasts. But we're so f- I mean, these aren't serious issues. Like the problem is, exactly. these aren't serious issues. Exactly, they're and not. the people with the serious issues won't. Come. They they don't they don't want to help. <laughs> they don't want to help. No, why would they come on here? Why would they help me out? Oh, they I'm don't- sure you could find one though. I if sure. you really, if you made it clear to them that they really, this is an opportunity for them to. To rip you apart, but it's but it's 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 still performance. It's still it's still eighty. It's still you know. Idea. Hopefully, the intent the intention is to help to help me. Like you know, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. I I I still think that the point of this podcast is you you are just like you are such a like one in a million character. What? Okay. what? All right. Okay. No, no, but you you are okay, like okay. you you. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that like you're. you're uh, Abnormal, anyway, but yeah. But but no, no. But I mean, I, I mean, uh, hanging hanging out you with you, having a discussion with you is an incredibly unique experience. It's it's not like having a conversation with many people. That's what I mean. That's what I mean uh, by that. And uh, and I think that is the appeal of the podcast. And I think the further we get into the podcasts. The, the more of like a clear picture people people are getting of, of, of okay. who you are and the way okay. you think uh, and uh, and I think uh, these these are two examples of of, uh, of of times where I have had a problem with you yeah. and then when I really think about it truly what's going on here is David Hetty just doesn't do anything <laughs> that he doesn't want to do interesting that's, 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 that's pretty truly, interesting that's, that's truly what it is and so and so it, there's been a few instances I, I can't remember specifics asking uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine to, to help you move or something but it was like it was, I, I, I forget what was you know what was the social taboo about it but uh, I remember uh, you know her thinking it was like inappropriate or something like that and I just remember saying, but yeah, but David Hetty doesn't do anything that he doesn't want to do. And it's not, he's not, you're not trying to put but, anyone out. But you're does just it, but is, to, it, is it, is it not heartless though? Like if that, like treating people like this though? Isn't that is it the, heartless? Isn't that, isn't that, I mean. I think people take it as heartless, but, maybe. Okay. Uh, a little bit, but I, I think, um, I think what it really comes down to and what people need to realize, and this, this is truly what it is, uh, if people ask the same of you, you wouldn't 
Oh, you wouldn't judge them the same way. That's interesting. Because you don't. Ex- there's there's not this the same uh, kind of silly social expectations uh, in 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 friendships with with you as you know, in in between other other human beings. Okay. Uh, and so there's this this element of uh, of uh, you know maybe making people feel like. Uh, you are uh, maybe a, a bit selfish or a bit, uh, you know, uh, thoughtless or these sorts of things. And I don't think it's that. I think you, you put a lot of thought into it, but you just don't expect any of your actions to offend any of your friends because they wouldn't offend you either. Okay. And anyway, it's just, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Okay. It's, it's a very interesting way of of interacting with people and that like I said that that Paris trip I can't think of too many people that would that would be in Paris and and having a bad time and go out of their way to like book book a flight home yeah, early yeah, it makes girl sense. or no girl like really it's it's especially I mean I'm, I'm sounding I'm sounding a bit heartless here girl or no girl uh, <laughs> yeah, but I I I just think that if it were me, even if I was entirely smitten with this girl, unless this was like, a, you know, like a, like a rom-com moment where we, yeah, know, yeah. This, this was like... Before midnight or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I would say, well, you know, my, my thoughts are with this person, but this is a, like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like I'm, I've, well, I've gone out of my way to maybe arrange I made, this. Maybe I made the wrong decision. You know? uh, but, yeah, but this is a great... This is, do you, uh, how do you feel about your decision? At the time, I think I was miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say. I know. I mean, I've I've missed other planes. I've I've, I've turned back from things constantly. And turn, that's a turning back, really. Is it, is it a getting on a plane, or is it a, is it a getting back on a plane? It's getting on a plane. Really? You already yes, because you you had you you, like you I've, had a, I've, you had I've, a plane ticket. I've been in, I've been in a, I've been in an airport and not taking a flight. Um, that's amazing. You're, you're so impulsive. <laughs> It was for someone it was miserable. for it was someone miserable. who is insanely neurotic. You are also incredibly impulsive. Like you, you take, and, and sure. maybe that's what doesn't make sense to me is someone that is that thoughtful and that in like uh, uh, like uh, like introspective that also is incredibly impulsive. But you know why I think because I think it's like at each moment you don't you realize that like things can change. And so how you feel, like, I don't know how I'm going to feel on the morning I have to leave for this trip two weeks from now, you know? Yeah. So, if, so if, if, I, if, if I feel differently then, but then you end up with nothing. Then you end up with nothing. Then you're constantly, like, some sort of, you know, you're, you're sliding through the, the, the life, like the cracks right. of life. There's no commitment. Right. And that's, a, that's, a, that's an impoverished, like, this is, you know, pretty... Did you, did you at any point when you were in Paris think... I'm going to turn this around? Did you think that's there's why... going to be something here for me to engage with that would make me happy? Well, that's gonna... why I got rid of my apartment, because I wanted to move around a little bit. But that moving around was still like not committing to any particular situation. Right. That was like, we'll see what comes, what, what, what perpetually will come. Right. So constant so dissatisfaction, like, almost, e- anticipation even just of like, that. Even just like, what about, instead of flying back to Montreal, what about flying to London or flying somewhere else? Well, possibly there's a, there's a money issue, probably. Okay. I mean, flying home wasn't... I mean, know, obviously. The, yeah. best, getting an extra ticket wasn't the cheapest thing to do. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh... 
<laughs> and maybe that's you know what? Maybe that's like maybe that's like the maritimer in me. Where I'm not even I'm not even like I'm thinking like David Hetty's not you know, is not carping the DM here, he's right. not like he's in Paris and and maybe all it is is I can't believe he spent the money on a, on a plane ticket home but early. Like man. for me maybe I would I would commit to it maybe because I'm so maybe. cheap that I, I would not want to buy a ticket home early. Miserable or not miserable, I'm gonna make this right, work right, because right. I'm not paying that cancellation fee. Right, right. <laughs> but don't you see? But that is that is carping the DM. Yeah, no, when it, you turn it, around, you're like, "Fuck! What's supposed to happen? I can do the exact opposite." It's, it's spectacular, but it's you got. I mean, do you, do you recognize it's it's strange in the sense strange in the in the sense of the word that it's uh, it's out of the ordinary yeah. in terms of how the average person would would yeah, engage. No, not with really. That no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no I don't. Really. I don't see how it's any different than deciding to go there in the first place. It's incredibly different than deciding to go there in the first place. Why? You want to do something. Let's here. This is how it's different. It's very long now. (laughs) It's very long, but we can we can edit this because this needs to be in there. It's incredibly different because uh, let's let's say I invite all of my friends over. Yeah. For a meal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not affecting my friends. See, that affects me only. This is a very different thing. Let's let's say it's just you. Let's say uh, you decide. I mean, it, it does become less strange with the friends. But let's say you cook yourself cook yourself a meal of food, and you sit there afterwards, and you look at that food, yeah. and it's good food. Yeah, it's Paris. All right, okay. Paris sure. is a good meal. Okay, fine. And yes. you look at that meal, and you say. I don't really feel like eating this, and you just throw it in the garbage. Yeah, so what? So That's what? a different. Des- throwing that meal in the garbage is a different decision than making that meal. Well, I mean, it's a different not, type of decision. Not, I mean, it's a, not not really. It's just what you 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 think you want something, or else you don't want something, and so you change your course of action. It's so it's so actively. Uh, you have to go so far out of your way to negate this thing. Eh. <laughs> It's a flight. It's Who cares? Fan- it's fantastic. I'm kind of just playing devil's advocate here because I know I know you're, you the way you think about this, uh, and it I, I agree. And honestly, I I've done the same types of things. Okay. I, I I would I would do that that same kind of thing. And this and uh, and and I can understand that. And a lot of people think I'm weird for for being a sort of like strangely impulsive. Mm-hmm. I moved to Montreal without telling any of my friends and my family. <laughs> I, I was here. I didn't want to worry my parents because I didn't have a job because I was right. broke and living in Fredericton. So I moved huh. here with $80 in my pocket. Christ. And I decided wow. I'm going to get a job. Uh, it was either that or move back to St. John, New Brunswick. Wow. And I didn't, didn't want to do that. And I, I was going to school here in the fall anyway. And I moved here in March. I just thought, well, you know, I need to move anyway. So I'll, I'll just move up early. And I moved here without any, without any money or without any job prospect. But my decision was like, I'm going to move here without telling anybody, uh, because at the time I was living an hour away from my parents, mm-hmm. and they, uh, as long as I was calling them, they didn't really know where I was, you know, where I was weird, at. Weird, weird. These kinds of, yeah, it's very that that's that's weird. Yeah. And I get I get called out on on those sorts of things by my friends, although they think I'm very impulsive and um, and you know make uh, make these kinds of like uh, you know. A lot of people see it as self-destructive, uh, you know, uh, like tearing down things I built up in my life. And move, but I, I do see it as well as just doing what, what I want. Mm-hmm. 
what's interesting is not doing anything you don't want to do. And that, that's, that's a very specific, very interesting thing. And it's, I mean, it's, it ties into joie de vivre. Joie de vivre. Like right. it's, it's a fantastic thing. Right. It's just very rare that you find someone incredibly neurotic and incredibly impulsive at the same time. Okay. It's great. All right. Interesting. Cool. Okay. All interesting. Right. This is, I, thanks for the, yeah. you know, the insight. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I can't. I'm sorry. I don't have an actual problem. We haven't really. Uh, we should hang out more soon. We should hang out soon. More. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for the. Thanks, Chris. No problem. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a conversation between me and Chris Durning. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess quickly what comes to mind is this miserable dinner that I had last night um, where I was invited to a friend's birthday dinner and these friends are lawyers and they make lots of money and we sat down at some Japanese restaurant and I guess the idea was to share lots of tiny dishes uh, something which I don't like doing ever it's not how I enjoy a meal um, I didn't know what I was eating uh, I, anyway, lots of things, and I, I was like, well, like if we were going to order these dishes, and my friend, I, 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 I don't know, I, I feel like I received a look saying, let's not make an issue of this, so I didn't make an issue of it, which is maybe my, 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 my problem. And then all this food came, and it was more than I wanted. I don't eat meals. I eat throughout the day, little bits. And I didn't have any alcohol. Well, no, 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 no. I didn't have my own alcohol. Um, it's complicated. Um, I didn't have any dessert. Others had others had both. And then there was no discussion as to how the bill was was divided up. And uh, I ended up, ha- you know, being paying like about four days worth of my food consumption in one stupid meal, which made me f- feel gross at the time and the next morning. And I don't know what the idea, what the solution is. Is it to not go to the dinner? Is it to make a fuss? Anyway, that's totally an instance of doing what I did not want to do. And uh, my friend has yet to respond to the email I sent him after the dinner. Um, but he's still a good friend. Anyway. So, okay, just last stuff. This podcast is part of No More Radio. You can listen to all of our podcasts at nomoradio.com. Support for No More Radio comes from the Montreal Improv. You can find out more about them at montrealimprov.com. And again, uh, Chris, uh, he has a solo album called 45 to Pay the Rent coming out this summer. And more information can be found at www.thebodyelectric.com. And that's body as in B-A-W-D-Y. Um, and as well, he's releasing, or they are releasing the Body Electric, uh, debut EP in the early fall. And they have a show in Toronto on July 4th at 3030 Dundas West. Uh, that's the name of the place and the address. As for me, um, yeah, like, I have the comedy album out, It's Okay. It's called It's Okay. And that can be found at my website, davidheady.com. Uh, get it there. It's very good and not expensive and it's good video and it's good comedy in this you know it's anyway do that and also the tour with morgan o'shea all over the east coast i think june 23rd to about july 13th so if you have people out there tell them to come out if you'd like because it's going to be a fun time and otherwise uh that's it thanks for your thanks for your time all right take care bye I, 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 I,
work. Why did you get a big cat? I'm a big monster. I feel so